This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. There's always so much going on in the world of technology. We get these tidbits with Michael Babcock and Mike Fair and John Beeler and then, you know, all of our tech shows all over AMI-audio as well and podcasts. Um, But it's just brilliant that the community spreads wonderful info this way and holds these support groups, whether it be podcasts or um, other kinds of support, like the, the call, the unmute call that... Um, Michael was talking about in the last segment. It's just fun. And I think back to when we used to have our conversations with the late Tom Decker weekly on the show as well. And how much, like it was 18 minutes of conversation and it would never end. You know, there was always stuff left on the table. It's so much more than um, how much communication there used to be and how much option there used to be as well with adaptive technology and accessibility. And who do you go to if you have this question? Uh, it's just wonderful because the support is everywhere and there's lots of it. You know, there's not, it, it's not just if you're a blind person, you got to use this phone or this kind of computer or this method of communication. Um, you can <laughs> browse now and you can go to different people and you can have combinations of access for your your own needs, which is fantastic. There's always lots going on in the world of sports as well. So let's bring on Brock Richardson of the Neutral Zone to find out more. As a former athlete, I eat, sleep, and breathe everything sports. I'm Brock Richardson. Join me every Monday for your weekly sports highlights and our take on the weekend action. Brock, before we get to sports, do you prefer it sunny or cloudish? Cloudy. Uh, oh, that's not even a question. Sunny it is all okay. the time. Yeah. Okay. So, so far it's Kelly and then everybody else on the other side. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> seems about normal. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Brocky. Uh, you always start with some kind of leadoff items in the sports realm. What's going on? Yes, I got two leadoff items for you. First one is that uh, we know that the Canadian blind hockey team took on the United States in a series in Fort Wayne, Indiana. They won the three games by a score of seven to one in the first one, five to one in the second one, seven to one in the third game, with a total uh, outscoring their team nineteen to two in the three games. So congratulations to Team Canada for that and uh, having success at the second ever uh, Canadian and United States uh, championship. And then the second item is one that I thought I would bring to you guys because I know Danielle loves this kind of stuff when you talk about uh, controversy and things like that. So I have one just for Danielle. Um, Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Anytime. Uh, Simone Halep, who is a uh, tennis player, won the 2022 Canadian Open, and she has been provisionally suspended and cannot compete in any sanctioned events after testing positive with a drug test. She took a drug 
called Roque Duxcat, which is a drug that treats symptoms of uh, people who have kidney failure and things like that. And she said she says she didn't even realize she took it. This goes against her morals and values, and she will win the fight and prove that it wasn't her. Now, I, as a former athlete, guys, I have a lot to say regarding this. Uh, for one, I think if you take a drug, you should know what drugs are going in and out of your body. This is a drug that is specifically designed to help uh, individuals with kidney failure. And so I was looking, is there any other drug that it's in? The answer to the question is no. It is a specific drug to help uh, develop red blood cells. And that's it. I have a hard time believing that she wasn't aware of this. Um, If she does have kidney failure, which we don't know, uh, then there are things called therapeutic use exemption forms, which we've talked about on the program before which you'd get your doctor to fill out, and then you would go on from there. I I don't really buy this this reasoning of it goes against my morals and values because you should, as an athlete, know what is going in your body, when, where, and how. Danielle, I'll let you go first. I know you love this kind of stuff. (laughs) You're you're right, and I actually, I, I agree with you. I mean, it seems to me rather odd not to know when you're taking... A, a, a relatively powerful drug, you know, that you're taking it and what its purpose is. Um, if it's to develop red blood cells, you can see pretty quickly why it might be a banned substance uh, so far as sport is concerned, mm-hmm. except, of course, if, it, you know, it is for a person who, who requires the drug for a, ther- a therapeutic purpose, then chances are they, they don't have sufficient blood cell, red blood cells um, to begin with, which is why you know, it it shouldn't actually matter as long as it's a prescribed drug for a p- particular therapeutic purpose. But uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know, it's probably, I mean, as an adult, you should be aware of whatever it is you've been prescribed um, and what its purpose is and whether, uh, you know, you you should be asking a lot of questions, in fact, in my in my opinion, about any kinds of medication that you take, even if it's over the counter, you should know whether it's a prohibited substance for your particular sport or not. It seems quite peculiar to me, Brock. Yes, it totally is. And I think the other thing is uh, that this drug does treat is anemia, which is uh, Mm -hmm. something that a lot of people do have, Um, but it's, which is iron deficiency for those that don't know. It's, it's so simple to me because as an athlete, you know, you, You'd get a, uh, any kind of drug from a doctor or over the counter, and the first thing you do is you turn over the label and you say, "What is in this?" Before I ingest it, and if you're not sure if something is a banned substance or not, then you have what a wonderful online service in which you type in what sport you play. So in this case, it's tennis, and then you would type in the drug or any kind of ingredients that go along with that drug and it will either say one of three things banned banned in competition banned out of competition or banned altogether so there's four different categories that this will fall in it's a very simple process and doesn't take more than 
let's say 90 seconds to two minutes to go on the online portal and say, is this illegal? Is it not? Is there a practice of that, though, do you think, Brock? I mean, you know, so many of us live with allergies, with different accommodations and needing uh, medication for all kinds of things. So do you believe that people are taking that 90 seconds? Like, is it in not just encouraged, but, you know, pushed across competitive sport um, to to do that, no matter what it is that you're taking or being prescribed that you need to check the 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 banned list. I mean, and that goes for like protein powders too, no? Like everything, everything yeah, that you're ev- taking needs to be. Absolutely everything yeah. that you ingest. And, and I mean, I'll use the example of uh, marijuana. When I was a high level competitive athlete, that was not legal in Canada. And mm-hmm. news newsflash, it's not legal as an athlete, even if you are one. And you would take um, modules and tests that would happen and they'd say if you're caught with this even in your hair follicles it falls on you and the excuse of it wasn't me who smoked it isn't going to fly i mean we took yearly modules and they would basically scare the pants off you guys and say (laughs) if you if you take drugs and if you are caught therefore we are going we have the right to basically take your name in the media and say this person took a drug without doing the right things and therefore they are no longer an athlete. This this individual is an athlete um, not in North America, but I would imagine that the standards are pretty well the same. And if you're not taking that extra due diligence, well, I, I, I question your desire to want to, you know, play fairly sports mm. because if, if you do want to play fairly, which she says she does in her statement that it goes against her morals and values. Well then take that extra 90 seconds to two minutes and look it up because it really is that simple. And like I said, I can't speak for athletes out of this country or North America, but I know that here it is drilled in you like you wouldn't believe. So for me as a former athlete, I really don't have a lot of time and space for situations like this. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to a couple other things. Thanks for bringing those two items. Um, First of all, Toronto Blue Jays manager John Schneider was recently extended to a three-year deal with a club option on the fourth year. So what's your reaction to this news? Uh, My reaction is the following. I think that he deserves this chance. He played about uh, half the season, or he was manager for about half the season and had a 600 winning percentage, which is above 500. So this is a guy who deserves the opportunity. I think he's a mix between a player's manager and a hard uh, butt uh, as a manager. I think this is exactly what this team needs uh, moving forward. I think they need a bit of let's have some fun, but let's also have someone that holds us accountable on top of that. So Good, good news, and uh, yeah, we'll see what the Toronto Blue Jays can do over the next three or four years. Well, I remember, uh, was it 30 years ago when they won the World Series? That was... Yeah, yes, yeah. it was. It was, <laughs> it, it it was, was a, a little party. while ago. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. <laughs> it wasn't as long as the Toronto Maple Leafs, however, though. No, so. that's true. Yeah. So what do you have for us in the National Football League, Brock? Uh, so in the National Football League, 
it's uh, been a, a pretty uh, busy uh, couple of weeks. I think for the New York Jets uh, being five and two, this is kind of a surprise. Nobody expected that of the New York Jets. I think their quarterback uh, Zach Wilson has looked really, really good. He's young. He's uh, he's up and coming. But he, you know, you need a guy who's young and kind of can say, okay, I can. I can feel the spotlight and I can handle this. They did have a a big injury to Brees Hall, who suffered an ACL injury. This will be a big loss as he's been a lot of their running. Like he's he's done a lot of their running. And once he gets the pass, he runs for yards and yards, which you need in football. So we'll see how they do. Uh, but so far, five and two is uh, is pretty good. Great. So we have just a moment, but can we finish with NHL hockey? How is Canada looking overall in the early going of the season? Uh, well, I, I Canada is looking really well. I think if you're looking for uh, a team that is, you know, fun to watch, expectations are a little bit lower on this team, but the Ottawa Senators with a record of 3-3 three and three have been really exciting to watch. They've had uh, wins over Boston and Washington, which nobody expected. Uh, both Boston and Washington are very good teams. Their third win is uh, against the uh, Phoenix Coyotes, which is uh, basically like a college uh, team for the NHL. So that's a win that uh, should be had. But their other two wins were against teams that uh, were very good. If you're looking for a game tonight to watch, you've got the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Edmonton Oilers, which is Connor McDavid versus Sidney Crosby. So lots of uh, good stuff coming out of hockey at the moment. Sounds like a lot of action. Are, have you decided what you're watching tonight? I will probably watch that uh, that Pittsburgh-Edmonton uh, game as well. So be be exciting to watch because those are two iconic players that, you know, you just you want to keep an eye on. And, and they're both very fun to watch. That's great to know, Brock. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Brock Richardson of the Neutral Zone, which you can check out on Tuesdays, released as a video podcast. And, of course, um, on your favorite podcast platform, you can check it out as well. Coming up after the break, we're going to talk to Sean Priest, host of Sean of the Shed. This is a podcast giving those new to the world of technology a helping hand. We'll find out more about that after the break. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.